following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Man, do we have a fun show for you guys today, and we have lots of fun stuff to talk about. Before we get started, let's say hi to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. That's me, and I'm so happy because I have such great things to tell you about that wonderful play that Jimmy and I saw in L.A. uh, last Saturday night. Um, It was really something else, but we're going to get into that when Stan Zimmerman, the great, great writer, comes on our show. But for now, in the very beginning, I want to give you an Speak update. Speak a little louder. Why? I'm not loud like I you. Know, I can't even hear you. And I'm because sorry. you're old and you're deaf. <laughs> I mean, get you a hearing up. aid. You gotta, Chad, tell him he's got to speak he up. Sounds good. All right, here we go. Oh. Go. Now, that's better, right? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Barnum and Bailey Circus with Jimmy Starr, the bearded lady. What? I mean, really, Jim? Get the frig out of here. Anyway, Lily McLeod. There you go. That's like normal. Yeah. Just raise my volume. Oh, please. Can somebody in the studio raise my volume? This bitch will shut up. Turn his headset up. I mean, really, we have like 30,000 people on our staff here. They're all running around tripping on wires. You guys sound perfect. You guys sound perfect. Stop bickering. Jimmy's deaf. Jimmy's getting old. He doesn't want to admit it. Everything about him doesn't function that well anymore. Anyway. Well, what are you going to do? We have Viagra, thank God. Anyway, here we go. My dearest friend in the world, Lily McLeod, whom I love to pieces, is in Europe right now in Prague, and she's doing a world tour, uh, has given me good news. The radiation is going to stop on her breast, and her cancer has been arrested, and she is not in any kind of serious danger. So my Lily McLeod honey bun is great. And that makes me so happy. And I know that all of you out there are concerned about it because Lily came on the show to discuss breast cancer with all of you. She shared it. She was open about it. She was wonderful. Now, in tribute to Lily McLeod, who said to me, Ron, I have a song that we must play for all the children that were killed in Florida and all over. Senseless murders by demented people who kill beautiful children. So now my pleasure to present to you Lily McLeod singing What About the Beautiful Children? Children can give us life and love What about the children?
I mean, is, is she not incredible? She's got a voice. You know, she was on X Factor and almost won, but for political reasons, I believe she didn't win. And of course, I won't discuss it. But Lily and I are related. She's black. I mean, they don't come any blacker than she. And I'm white. They don't come any white. Well, I'm Italian, so maybe I'm not so white. I'm kind of tan. But anyway, <laughs> I said to Lily, you know, souls do not have color. When we die and go to God, we are all the same. We, God has no color. God has no religion. God's not Asian. God's not Jewish. God's not Christian. Whatever created us is a spirit. And spirits are all the same. So why couldn't Lily and I in a past life be related? We met. I fell madly in love with her. She with I. We are the best of friends. And I only want the best for her because she's a woman of God. She's a born-again Christian. And she believes in her God. And she believes in her faith. And she really, really uh, does wonderful things for people on this planet. She's a good woman. And please, if you can, support her. I don't want you to buy her record because it's 99 cents. What's the big deal? But if four and a half million people that listen to our show buy her record, then I think she might make some bucks. Okay, there you folks? go, you guys. Go on. I, it's Lily Nicole McLeod. Yes, my sweetheart. On uh, iTunes, you guys, and she's great. And that was What About the Beautiful Children? And she's got an album that's great. And she also does Alabaster Box, which is a song she auditioned for X Factor on. And it's on the album. It's really, really an amazing, most beautiful song ever. And the video has like 50 million plays on YouTube. It's really I awesome. I mean, she's, she's, she's going to be super great. She's on her way. She's a smash hit in Europe. Right now, she's performing in Prague. And for the fourth or fifth time, they brought her back to Europe. She's Europe's sensation and soon to be America's uh, top, top singer. There's no question about it. And also, she's coming to stay at my house late June, and I'm having a big party for her. So I'm excited about that. Lily's going to sing in my living room at my piano. What a delightful thrill that's going to be for little old me. There you go. So we got to make some shout outs because the chat room is filled with people. What's up, everybody? We want to say hi to Irish Ginger and Ash Ovenstone Gilligan and Cindy Lady Lake is in the chat room and Patricia Grant is in the chat room. Um, they're at Cody fans and at Cody Prevost UK on Twitter. And it went so fast now. I don't know who else is in there, but but uh, we want to give a shout out to everybody in there because it's really cool. We're happy that you're here. And chat, what's your weather like in Florida? Hmm, it's actually quite nice. It's uh, sunny, of course, breezy. It's half light blue clouds, and I'm sorry, light blue sky and, and other white clouds kind of passing by. It's a little warm, though. I think we're getting like high 80s, starting to feel that, that, that mugginess come on. But you know what? God's being nice to us. It's actually pretty nice for this time of year. Good. We have a royal blue sky, not a cloud in sight. Yeah. We're 104 degrees of dry what? heat. 104, which is nothing. And you wish we go to 125. Then we get a little upset. But right now it's 104. But in the shade, it's about 90 and cool and breezy. Good. And when Jimmy and I go in the pool and we come out, we are chilly. Freezing. Jimmy didn't believe. Oh, I told that to Jimmy when we lived in, in New York. I said, you know, in Palm Springs, it's so dry that the humidity is not there to hold the heat. Yeah. So when you come out of the swimming pool, if there's a breeze, you're cold. People don't believe me, but it's so. Uh, Palm Springs is not what you think it is. If Florida ever hit 104, we would have been dead. Yeah. But, you know, here, because it's dry, it's wonderful. My bones. It's actually really nice, and he's actually right. Like, you get out of the, the yeah. pool or stuff, and it's it's cold. We want to give it. I miss some people, too, you guys. B. Claudia just joined us hey, from D. Germany. And Illy Roos from Estonia has hey. just joined us. So we want to make sure we say hi to everybody. And... Um, 
Uh, and Eileen Shapiro is not able to be with us on our show because she's in a very, very big, 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 important, important meeting that we will tell you about soon, as soon as we are at Liberty to tell you. But it's going to be an exciting event. It has to do with an ocean liner. Hmm. I don't know if you'd call it an ocean liner, but... <laughs> well, it's a ship. Well, it's a ship. It's going to be a lot of fun, though. It'll be a lot of fun, and we'll tell you about it as soon as we can. As soon as we're allowed to do but that. I think we should go to Stan Zimmerman, because we're I'm so We're going to be going excited. in a minute. So here's what's going to happen, you guys. I love him so much. We're going to be so calling uh, Stan Zimmerman. Ron and I went to the, the debut of his play, uh, Knife to the Heart, at the Complex in L.A. Saturday night. And we met the four cast members, several of which are going to be calling in after we talk to Stan for a little while. And you guys will recognize them if you watched Desperate Housewives or Beverly Hills 90210, the new version, or Kyle XY, or all kinds of stuff, because they're all like stars of all kinds of oh, things. They're, they're, they're incredible actors, I must tell you. The performances all four gave were just amazing. Just um, the best. Amazing. We're going to have a really performances I've seen in years on in, in off theater. We're going to have a really good time with all of that. So, Chad, maybe we'll call Stan. Is he? Does he look like he's online? Looks like everybody's online. All oh, right. Good. So let's call hey, Stan guys. first. While we're calling Stan, let's play some music. How about if we play uh, uh, the FM's Eyes Are Suffering? Why don't we do that? And uh, then we're going to call Stan. So you guys will be back with Stan Zimmerman in just a minute. Yay!
fellas your own all right everybody so that was uh that was uh the fm's eyes are suffering and now stan say something let's make sure we can hear you can you hear me there we go see how i hear him good perfect <laughs> that's because he has a powerful voice i have a soft voice because i'm a very tender soft person yes you're tender and soft <laughs> All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented writer, producer, and director, Stan Zimmerman. Hello, and welcome to the show as he looks around. Hi. <laughs> Baby, it ain't nobody but you. You are oh, my... Oh, sing it for me. I keep calling you my hero to everybody. They think I'm in love with you. I said, maybe. A little... <laughs> There's a nothing little, wrong with that. That's nothing right. Wrong nothing wrong with wrong. that. Anyone, the love that dare not speak its name. I said anyone that could write the way he writes for the shows that he has is, in my eyes, somebody to look up to because there's so much shit out there. So many crappy writers that write garbage and it gets produced and we people And he hates to... everything on TV. No, well, because <laughs> yeah. it's garbage. Look at the Golden Girls. It's like on its 100,000th year of reruns. Please, we never tire of the humor, the jokes, the subject matter, the terrificness of what this man and a bunch of other people have done. I have to tell you something. First, we have to do introductions because people... People listening don't don't know, don't know everything. Why. So so I already know you know Ron and I, but say hi to Chad, the man behind the yeah. boards. Hey, hello, hi, Chad. hello, welcome to the show. And then we have uh, a ton of people in the chat room. Say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hi everyone in the chat room. There you go. And let's so so the other night we watched this movie that I wanted to see when it was in theaters, and I thought uh, we would watch it, even though I knew he wouldn't like it. And it was it. called The Belko Experiment, which <sighs> is like a terrible, terribly violent movie. Um, about this guy who owns a building or whatever, and he locks all the people in, and the only people, you have to kill everybody to survive. There and, wasn't uh, <laughs> one bit of dialogue. All of it was axe murders, chopping arms, guts flying out, and blood. Any moron, any moron could produce this piece of shit. Because it sounds like when I was on staff for writing on Roseanne. Yes. <laughs> no, that's a joke, but that you wrote beautifully for Roseanne. And I know of her, and she's one tough cookie. I know of people that have worked with her, and they wanted to kill themselves at the end of the day. So it wasn't easy for you to give her the lines nah. that she wanted to change and do in her way. You know, she wanted to write the whole fucking movie. Which everybody says welcome back, by the way, in the chat room. Yes, everybody we have the loves same people you. always are in the chat room. I can barely now, even I wanna, I want to go fast forward. Uh, I went to your show thinking, oh, my God, what if it's bad? What do I do? What do I say? But, you know, I don't lie. I don't blow smoke up anyone's ass, and I won't fudge my reviews. So everyone knows that if I give a review, it's exactly my wholehearted opinion. Your show, from beginning to end, held my attention. Your four actors were perfect. There was nothing wrong with anything. No lines were flubbed. No, not tables knocked over. Nothing went wrong. No, you know how it happens for night outs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everything was just professional and done and good. Storyline, excellent. You brought in all of the things that we uh, sometimes don't want to remember or like. Like, I don't want to give it away, but Annie, I'm in love with her. She was definitely... 
Well, uh, we can talk a little bit about the, the play is called Knife to the Heart. It's at the Dory Theater, part of the complex, which is on the historic Theater Row in um, Los Angeles. Only till the 20th. You can get tickets at brownpapertickets.com. We're almost pretty much sold out for this weekend. Uh, we close on the 20th, and hopefully, if we can find the rest of our backers, uh, we will go to Chicago. We have a theater on hold, and then New York. But it's a play... Uh, about circumcision, but it gets into much deeper things about faith, why we do the things we do, about family, about acceptance and love. And the more we kept talking about it and writing it and workshopping it and doing readings, we just kept getting deeper into it. And, um, you know, for me, I kept asking my parents, well, what, as little kids, what did you know about the Holocaust? I learned about it in Sunday school, but I always wondered, what did they know as Americans? You know, back then we didn't have CNN and, you know, a social media. What information was allowed to them? So that was very interesting. And, you know, it was a couple of weeks ago, the um, anniversary of, it's a Holocaust um, memorial. And they memorial, talked, memorial. yeah how each generation now uh, knows less and less. As the survivors are dying out, they can't tell the stories. So we discussed that in the play. I mean, it's a very funny play, as you saw, but we also get into some interesting... Yeah, but, but what I found the most about Annie's performance, and I loved it, and I told her afterwards, I said, Annie, you were so honest. You had me believing everything you said. You were not a course of obnoxious sort of a, of a person you were this kind gentle soft yet firm and strong woman you, your character was written to perfection i mean annie did a brilliant job and josh there's a, is sensational there's, there's a piece in it when she talks about um learning arithmetic from the numbers on her heartbreaking which came from our producer steve abrams who's our chicago-based producer and the minute he told us that real story we just christian mclaughlin who i wrote it with we said we have to put this in it, and it, and the way Annie and DeSalvo delivered it, delivered it. I was crying, you know. I had tears. I had tears. I re and Jimmy had tears when she was talking about the adoption. Because Jimmy's adopted, so you made us cry, you son of a bitch. But I have you to also say made us laugh because the guy that played the gay guy was hariously funny, and he did there. everything perfectly. Todd, Todd. I, I Todd. Met, I'm not good with names. Uh, Say Todd Sherry came into audition for, I did a sitcom on Lifetime called Rita Rocks. And I tell this to my acting students, it was literally four lines in the piece. And he was so funny and so wonderful. And the actors like Nicole Sullivan loved playing with him that we kept bringing him back and he became a semi-regular. And then when I was doing the readings of Silver Foxes, I asked Todd to be a part of that. So he's been a part of some major moments in my life, and especially now with but In all seriousness, I must tell the world, okay, people are not this way. He's portraying this character. This is not who Todd is. He's just playing an over-the-top gay guy. Uh, most gay men today are, are not that stereotype. They're very, very much <laughs> like Rock Hudson and me. I, and I've, been think, and I've been thinking a lot about your comments about that, and I feel, I think... Because I understand where you're coming from. Back in the day when I first started out in television, I had to be in the closet. I couldn't even say at work that I was gay. And then, as you know, there were so few represent representatives of our community that we didn't want, you know, only that type to be represented as the comic relief. And now I feel because there's been so much, we need to celebrate everybody. Of course, there's queenie gay guys out there. There's very macho gay guys. There's all kinds of the rainbow and and 
people are fluid and some want to wear dresses and some whatever. We need to love and accept everybody. And that is a part of our community. Yes. So I agree with you. But my cause, and it's so public that I couldn't possibly look like a hypocrite by not saying something, because my thing is what I love most about your play was your mother was not a Jew from Brooklyn or Boca. Darling, let's go. I'm fainting already. I'm schwitzing. I need, I need. It wasn't that character. She was just an American woman who happened to be Jewish. And that was wonderful. Jewish people are so against that stereotypical Yenta Jew. Fran Drescher than anything. You know, (laughs) I I know Fran Drescher. She was on our show. When Fran started that show, nobody Jewish wanted to see it. They were insulted. They said, oh my God. They're not going to be insulted with this one. This is a fabulous one. And we speak this disgusting Brooklynese, and okay, we're, we're wearing to talk. So We have a long <laughs> show with them. But so that, this is wait. This is what I mean. So I think it's time. Let to, him talk. Oh, let me finish. Then he can have the floor. I think it's time. Black people don't want to be. Yes, I'm as a common man. I'm a Jew. It. I'm a Jew. It. They don't like that. And Italians are so sick and tired of being fucking mafia gangsters. We've got to lose these old stereotypical images mm-hmm. of people. We are all Americans. We all behave like Americans. We speak American, and we should conduct ourselves like decent human beings. Your turn, Stan. <laughs> Bingo! Wow. All of my people out there who fight with me. To get rid of stereotypical images, I, I think he was fabulous. He's so freaking funny. I thought funny. he was fabulous too, but <laughs> I, think, I don't think you can equate um, the way blacks were written in early television and movies, or like Amos Andy, because those are written by white people. This is a gay man writing gay people that I know, like you, even like Sean Hayes on on Will and Grace. You can't right. be Will's. There are plenty of but wait, out there. Yeah. subtlety. There's subtlety. Uh, Paul Lynn, who was mentioned in one of the articles, happened to have been a good friend of mine for a lot of years. I know Paul from the Bye Bye Birdie days when I taught him how to do the cha-cha at the Fawn Gay Bar in downtown Village, New York. Uh, Paul was subtle. You knew he was gay. But Paul was not flamboyant. Paul played it subtle. But that was that different. Wait, but no, different. he was this guy, this kid that was doing the gay guy was compared to Paul Lind. Oh, okay. And I thought, no. no because Paul Lind wasn't compared to him. He was, Paul Lind was his inspiration. And I, I'll tell you a funny story about it. When my high school, my senior year, did Bye Bye Birdie, I literally auditioned for the father as Paul Lind. Absolutely. <laughs> no, Paul Lynn, like him. I did the voice like him, which I won't do for you now because it's too early in the morning. But well, after a cocktail in Palm Springs, I'll do my Paul Lynn impersonation. But wait a minute. Everybody did Paul Lynn on television. There wasn't an actor or a comedian that didn't have some kind of, oh, you know, Paul's. <laughs> the one thing that Paul Lynn ever said was we went to the opening of a Broadway of a play down in San Diego somewhere. And Paul was in it. And it was also with, um, oh, God, what's her name? Oh, my friend, my darling friend, the crazy one that put the furniture in the hallway. And the oh, yeah, Cloris Leach. That Cloris narrows Leach. it down, the crazy one. <laughs> Wait, no, Cloris Leachman. No, because they're all crazy. No, I, I know, I've interviewed Cloris three times, and I know Cloris Leachman. She's outrageous. So Paul Lynn, Cloris Leachman was doing a thing with all the people in the green room, the after party, and she said, oh, I'm so thrilled to be here. I'm so happy to get this award. And Paul Lynn came forward, and he said, yes, and you should build a room around that award. <laughs> you know, that's the kind of thing that they did. It was that subtlety humor. Uh, uh, my turn, anyway. It's go, my go, turn. Go, go, go. Okay, first of all, uh, because of, I've seen all the things that you and, – and I started watching all the stuff that you did la- in the last year or so um, – 
sex and exes and I, like all the different cool great stuff that you write because you really are you have some incredible career so I was just thinking the whole play when we went there was just going to be a, a great comedy and it was a great comedy no, but I did not more would you let me, let me finish yeah, talking I'll fuck you <laughs> And so, but I didn't think that. Are you that doing it, therapy? Oh uh, uh, no, no, this we're is what love. we do. We're just in love. This okay. is. I really. Hey, just... I got news for you. Four and a half million people get mad if I don't curse. <laughs> so I have to throw a fuck. So out he has to, to curse. He has to curse to me. But I wasn't expecting it to have such an emotional hit and, and to be so dramatic and and uh, comedic at the same time. And the fact that your actors were all able to do both the drama and the comedy at the same time shows what a great cast of people that you've actually and they picked. were good looking they're good looking they were That's great they were great actors um the timing was great the directing was great the lighting was great even the little set was lovely it was a nice little set oh we I did it on a nickel and a dime because it's intimate theater in la but we're hoping that you know as we expand we can actually have Dan, you know Dan, a whole theater i went to see marlon brando in 1950, maybe eight or nine, in a person's apartment, seated on an old broken sofa. We were all sitting on kitchen chairs while Marlon Brando was performing. Wow. Okay? That was my theater. Then I saw Barbara Rosenblatt, the queen of, 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 of voiceover, who's my dearest friend in the world, playing a Christian mother. was a riot. She's so Jewish in real life. And here, she's playing, <laughs> here she's playing this Catholic woman with a gigantic crucifix. I peed from that when I walked in. In another apartment with sofas and chairs, this is my kind of theater. I don't like Phantom of the Opera, Broadway, big production numbers. I'm seated God knows where. I was sitting under the faces of all your actors. That's where you, so see, that's where you see the flaws and the mistakes. And there weren't any. There well, were I want you to feel there like were none. it was wonderful. You're in that living it. room with them, and that's what's so exciting about I, doing I felt theater. like I did. I felt like I, I wanted to have a cup of coffee. I really felt like I was there with them. And I'm telling you, the mother and the son, what a rapport. I mean, it was better than acting. It was magic. I mean, I've never seen lines delivered without pauses, mistakes, stutters. I mean, they, they spoke. They weren't acting. They were real people on this stage discussing what they were discussing. Beautifully directed. Who directed it? He did. Oh, you directed it? Of course. Oh, you're an all-around. I'm leaving now. You don't even know anything. No, you know what? I don't research shit. I just go by what I, I don't really care about. I'm the one who has all the yeah. notes. I don't do oh, okay. prop I don't do propaganda. I am famous for being honest and truthful, and I love that. If I die and they say one thing about Ron Russell was he told it like it was. Stan, that's why when I introduced you, I said writer, producer, and director. Because I, I know you that. don't have a million director credits like you have everything else, but you do have them. I'm and this I'm racking some up. I've got That's right. Two web series and a lot of plays in LA and and that's why I you know asked my producers if we could because we've been doing a lot of readings and before we do it in a big production in Chicago I wanted to play with it and as you know as theater people there's nothing yep. better than getting up and actually moving and discovering and things that we could cut or add or change is only in the rehearsal process and especially when you're working with four great actors like this it was such a collaborative effort and i'm so fortunate that they you know were willing to come play with me Absolutely. now when you get to new york yes my, where how about the west side theater well the, the theater i sent you is gorgeous by the way it's a beautiful yeah. big theater and, and that one yeah i you love know? Yeah, I've been there many times, and I love it. Now, I just want to get to one point. My dearest friend in the world, who I know for 40, 50 years, is Fran 
Bazaar. Fran Bazaar is the producer of Memphis. She and Nick Demas, yeah, Nick Demas are producing. I, I want Facebooked you to, her. Huh? I Facebooked her. Are you okay? Did? Good. Okay, I so think you'll she, connect I, us. Yeah. I don't. I, I think she may be in California. She would call me if she's in California. But anyway, uh, please invite them to the theater to see your play. Okay. I want them Thank to you. see your work. That as well. Hmm? Absolutely, absolutely. I and, think that, you, and I'm sure that the two of them are going to talk to you afterwards. Maybe okay. about foxes, silver foxes, because I burned holes in her head about okay. silver foxes. I have. Are there any theaters down in Palm Springs? Maybe we could bring it down there. We're definitely bringing it to Palm Springs. I was going to talk to you later. I'm bringing my wonderful friend, who I love and adore, who you will meet when you come to our dinner party, is uh, Lynn uh, Shaw. Lynn Shaw has a wonderful a musical out called 50-ish. Happy 50-ish. Happy 50-ish. About a man who turns 50 and they give him a garden, a bar, a garden party and he talks and sings all about not peeing, not getting an All the things that you have when you're 50. All the shit that happens <laughs> to you when you get old. It's very this funny. wonderful rock and roll kind of music it going it's a fast moving hilariously funny i love it and i love lynn and everything lynn does and i know when you meet lynn the two you're going to run off together and he's straight oh, maybe i mean you know, i'm writing all about that now in silver foxes <laughs> we just finished a draft and we're ready to hand it in to super deluxe and that's this wonderful company that is um financed by turner and they're the ones thanks to social media found out about this script and saved it and um, championing it and and we couldn't be happier and uh, so hopefully soon we'll be ready to take it out into the world and set it up. Absolutely. I cannot wait. I, I've been like I was like a whore in heat pushing that fucking show. I mean, I tell everybody <laughs> about Silver Foxes. But it you made a what? difference. It made a difference. People heard you. Well, I mean, all over the world, people started talking about it. So it's it's something that is needed to hear voices of Oh. It's only because, Stan, I trust you. If you betray me and make that into a piece of shit, I will have you killed with my Brooklyn Italian friends. Oh. All right? Yeah. You will be dead. No you, will be, you will be one dead bitch. But <laughs> you, because I trust you, because I know you're going to deliver the elegance of Golden Girls. Every subject matter they touched on was done delicately and beautifully. No... About the gay guy in your thing, you know what upset me about it? When I was young, they used to make fun of me. And I learned one thing about gay comedy. It's nice, I do comedy, stand-up for years, and drag as Jane Russell, as you know. I had people laughing with me, never at me. Sometimes when you portray it that way, straight people laugh at you because that's what they love. They enjoy seeing a silly faggot. Well, I'm not think laughing with so you. Great that we allow the character has this beautiful monologue. I agree, about, but I agree. Uh, shame that I know and and the fear I had going to gym class in junior high. Sure. And, uh, so he isn't just coming in for the quick joke. You really get to see the character and the pain behind and but why he very puts painful for me. And for yes, me. and for me too. I mean, that's where that that all came from. Um, and he did a brilliant job with it, I must tell you. When I learned so much from, you know, Susan Harris, who created a great show in The Golden Girls, and all the wonderful writers that we got to work with. I mean, that's where, you know, we were young kids, uh, Jim Berg and I, and, and that was our schooling. And what I can't think of a better place to learn about jokes and honesty and truth and character. And that has, uh, you know, I've used that through every project. Delivery. When Rue said to uh what's her face uh, b 
oh, she's like Danny Thomas. She's from Lebanon. Yes. All right. That was subtle and magnificently wonderfully written. I thought, oh, my God, is that perfect? Straight people may get it now. You know, they may get it. Uh, I thought that kind of writing was just the best. All the all the writing. I study Golden Girls. Uh, matter of fact, we you, literally know all the like fo- episodes. Well, we it, like can we can tell you what's going to what they're going to say. They wanted me. They, <laughs> yay. Yay. When, when I was in Florida, they wanted me to play B. Arthur. We were doing a Golden Girls, some kind of a takeoff that some queen decided to write you know drag queens in drag as uh the golden girls which everybody and their mother was doing at the time and of course i was the b author the big mouth new york brooklyn accent tall broad and i read for it and i said no way am i touching this it's vulgar it's why don't you do her one woman show as you I should do a one woman show. Her as me. one woman show. The B. Arthur one woman show. Oh, do a B. Arthur one funny. woman show? Well, Take no. I'm, script and you do it. <laughs> I'm putting together uh, one uh, all about Jane's show. Because uh, Jane Russell was my sweetest, dearest friend, and I love and miss her always. And I want to pay homage to her. And I want the world to know who she was because I knew her intimately. And I'm going to get dressed in drag as an old woman with white hair like Jane had and talk about my life as Jane Russell with four songs in between. So it should be a good show. Actually, I have to say, Stan, everybody in the chat room is talking about how you're kind of like a very young Woody Allen. And, no, uh, better looking. No, not that. I don't know. Oh, I don't know God, if they're talking about no. the looking because I don't think Woody Allen's good looking. I think they're more because I think I don't like Woody Allen, but I think as a writer, I think he's very talented. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really what they're like saying is no, that you, you've got, got the talent of a Woody cute. Allen. No, he's got the map of Israel on his face. He's such a good looking Jewish boy. I was so excited when we met you too. Like in real life, in real life, you're like so cute. Like, like uh, you look way better in real life than in in your pictures. I have to tell you. I have news for you. If I I need a new photographer, then no way. If I was not with Jimmy and I were forty years younger, I would have hit on you. I swear, my kids, I'm not lying. I would have hit on you. You are so you are so sweet, and I won't repeat what you said. But I was laughing all the way home in the car. What did I say? When I said I can't, you want me to do it? I don't know. Now I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, be scared because it, it was it was funny, and I, I want now that everybody in the world's gonna know why. I said something about into it, and then he turned around and he said, "Well, I wish something was in me." But you know, <laughs> I forgot what the subject was. But the way you delivered the line was breathtaking. I mean, I cracked up, and I told it to Jimmy driving home. I said, "He's crazy. He's a great guy." So um, here's what we got to do. Wait, wait, one on. thing, and then I don't want to do the show anymore. I want to talk to my Annie. Yes, I'm crazy about her. We have uh, the whole cast, right? Are they there? I, I don't think a, Todd, I don't know if Todd's coming because he didn't send me anything. But everybody she, else she's is. She's on a binge somewhere, flying around with some hot number, probably. <laughs> but anyway, um, here's my trust in you with Silver Foxes, that you are going to portray us gay people as the most decent lovely wonderful people not just three-way queens that are on their knees well, at somebody's glory holes be, and somebody Macy's. has to be a three-way no queen. no no we don't, <laughs> we don't want those slut queens we don't no. want to we don't want to know about macy's glory hole knees and skin <laughs> kneeling in urine we don't want to hear about that we don't want to hear about gay cruising you gotta parks. have somebody want somebody in well, the cast has to be a room to talk in it about the complexities of, of all older gay men and the history that we had and part of the history was celebrating our sexuality or there you go. even if it was going to the piers and people had sex there or i mean that but was delicately a, like like when she said but yes when she said i didn't know she was lebanese 
that sort of subtlety goes so much like further. Like Rue McClanahan was so great. Like, oh, we loved Rue McClanahan. I mean, her, every fag I know was acting like her. They all had southern accents. They were delivering her lines no matter where you went. It was like the Golden Girls all over. So hang on. Here's what we got to do, though. All right, everybody. So first of all, um, we're going to bring on the cast of Knife to the yay, Heart. Yay. Um, it's got a, two more weekends, right, Stan, at the complex, which at the manor at the complex? What's it called? Uh, called the Dory at the complex. The, the Dory at the and complex. And how much is a ticket? Uh, the tickets are $25 at brownpaperpicktickets.com, 30 at the door. We are sold out for this Sunday matinee or Mother's Day matinee. We have a few seats left for this Friday at 8 and Saturday. Next weekend, we have a few more, and we're going to have a big closing day party uh, on the 20th. There Good. You go. Now, everybody out there, finish. 25 bucks. You blow more than that at Starbucks. Go see this fucking play. It's incredible. So anyway, you guys, this play right now, the four main characters are comprised of Josh Zuckerman, Andrea Bowen, and and DeSalvo, and Todd Sherry. They're all like... Um, actually, when you see them, you're going to know that you've seen them on such a, the biggest hit shows ever, Desperate Housewives. Um, Andrea and Josh were both like major characters on Desperate Housewives, uh, Beverly Hills 902, and I don't know, there's a million of them. They're all in great, great things. Uh, uh, Frankie and Grace, or Grace and Frankie, whatever. And, and wait a minute, and don't think that Silver Foxes is on the boards yet. Support it. Keep supporting it, folks. Yeah, right. Hulu and Amazon. Yeah. Uh, they said they're interested, so... We want silver foxes. Where else are you going to be able to go into a home in Palm Springs with four gay guys that are hysterical? It's the Golden Girls. Not really, but almost all over again. And we miss the Golden Girls. So now we're going to have silver foxes to sort of add to the Golden Girls so we can have 30 years of reruns of silver foxes. There you go. So, Chad. Hi, Captain. Right, let's start calling them. Um, maybe call... Uh, Call Ann DeSalvo last because I think she's going to be the most poor difficult Annie, one, poor, poor baby. And I she's love the nicest lady. You know, <laughs> when I met her backstage at the after hours, at the after hours, I'm seeing where I am. I'm in the after hour bars, New York. At the after party, I just hugged her wow. so much. I did. And she knew it. We felt it. I, I hugged her because she just, she gave me so much. She really did. So, you guys, we're going to call the cast. I think we're going to have three of the four casts. Hopefully, it's all going to work out. And. Um, uh, this is going to be interesting <laughs> getting them all together. So it's like live getting them together, everybody. So bear, be bear with us. So let's see what we can do to a get them all on here. Fun. And Josh is a good talker. Josh is fabulous. You guys. And he's so cute for all you gay guys. Is he? No, he's not even gay. I think he's straight. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hit your video Hello. button. Hit my video all button. Right, we got we got one of them going. All right, everybody. That's Josh. I, I told you he was cute. Okay, and then we've got and this uh, is it Andrea or Andrea? Andrea. 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 I do see. Andrea. Hi. I'm from the old Hi. Warner Brothers. All right, days. now we're gonna we're, we're gonna try. Okay. We can see. We're gonna try and get. Okay. We're gonna try and get Ann on. Um, and she's she wasn't too familiar with Skype, so kind of like just hang out for a second. And we're gonna Wait, see if this works. Coming in. Okay, hopefully this is Annie, gonna work. Come on, Annie, you gotta come in. Are you outside, Andrea? I'm here. Yeah, I'm outside. Oh, I hear Annie. Uh, Annie, hit the little video button. Poor, poor darling. The video She's so button. Fucked up. Yes, there should be a little <laughs> video icon. Like it looks like a little video camera. Well, go I ahead and. I see you. Can you see me? No. no. <laughs> Like Anna, I love you so much. You're so cute. She's a sweetie pie. She's so like like me, no talent when it comes to this shit. Machinery. 
I have not a. Jimmy does all of this. We can hear you, but Ann, there should be a little button. It looks like a little video camera when you click it. Hey, Josh, you really photographed well. Oh, thanks. You You're too. Very oh, I'll only see the top of your head. Uh, well, that's is, is it, because I'm. Do you really only see the top of his head? No. Oh, yeah, nice <laughs> the lighting. Hey! Oh, hey! Yeah, there she is. She Look made at that hero molding, Annie. Mama LaMaine. I'm such a genius, it's unbelievable. So, Ann, wait, is it Ann or Annie? Annie for me. Annie. Everybody uh, loves me. I'm calling her Annie because she she made me want to be her son. Okay, so hold on first, everybody. So I'm gonna let me do an introduction to everybody. So everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. We have the incredibly talented Josh Zuckerman. We have Andrea Bowen, and we have Annie DeSalvo, all who are incredibly great actors and talents on their own right, who also star in Stan Zimmerman's play, Knife to the Heart. Welcome to the show, everybody. Hi. Thanks for having hey. us. Happy. Right. Hey. I what told we Jimmy. To to get our headshots on your wall there. <laughs> you, you got all legends of Hollywood. I have Betty Davis, my buddy, Jane Russell, my buddy. Who else is up there? I got a, all these people are friends. Elizabeth Taylor. These are all friends of mine. Mr. Blackwell. Actually, I want, I'll take them from all of you guys. First of all, I want to give props. Before we start talking about Knife to the Heart, I want to do some bragging for, for you three who just uh, showed up. Stan's been on the show before, so and we actually talk about him all the time, even when he's not on the show. Yeah, we say so things about As him. you should. Yes. I can't I can't brag anymore about him, but we'll start with you Josh know, Zuckerman. Wait, hang on. About now, Stan Zimmerman, they usually put stars on the side. Hollywood Boulevard. Well, now they're going to put gutter <laughs> because that's what Stan walks every night at three in the morning. He's out there, but you know, patrolling Hollywood Boulevard. All right, so we're going to do a quick, like, two-minute rundown on okay. everybody and everybody, real quick, so you guys know the, the extreme talent that we're talking about. First of all, Josh, I actually met you many years ago uh, because I lived in Florida and I was an extra on Sex Drive. No. Wait, is this made up? No, no I, I lived in Florida. Jimmy used to be an actor. And what I scene? Uh, I, I don't think I don't even know if I'm in any of them because I, I, I didn't even cut look it. for me. Uh, they, oh, I always get cut out. <laughs> I used to go just because I had a clothing design house and I would get all the actors to come and I would try to get roles and stuff. I, I'm a shitty actor. I'm a good he host. He really is. He's I'm terrible, but I've been in like right. 50 things just I, because I'm a good we promoter. Were movie, we were in a movie together. <laughs> I'm writing lines with Jimmy. And I said, Jim, you're supposed to act the lines, just not read them. You're not doing a book. And he said, oh, I'm not acting? I said, no, read the line again. And he said, well, I really will kill you <laughs> if you I come any closer. I, I I only reason, right? The only reason I get put in things is because of my promotional abilities, which are really good. Pathetic. <laughs> pathetic. No, my promotional abilities are not pathetic. I'm the, I just, no, won, no. I just no. won PR Publicist of the Year. How I'm like, like the best that? publicist on the planet. Imagine my little <laughs> husband just won Best But hang on, we have to go back the there. All right, so you guys know Josh from many things. You can follow him on Twitter. He's I'll Be Zucked, uh, which is very funny. Uh, a funny name for it. You. If you guys saw the 90210 reboot, he was Max Miller <laughs> in the new, the, the new 902.1. Yeah, yeah. 902.0. Sure. Oh. He was in Sex Drive. He was in Kyle XY. He was in Desperate Housewives. He was. He did an episode of Breakout Kings. I, I only wrote down the things that I really like a lot. So he was in an episode of Breakout oh, Kings. Yeah. He was in Feast, which is a great horror movie. Austin Powers, Gold Member. He had roles on uh, Walk On roles on Boston Legal, CSI Miami. He did a movie CBGB with like a ton of stars that looks fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he's some of the cool people he's worked with. 
Jason Isaacs, Lauren Holly, who were really good friends oh, with her father. Lauren Holly, my God, he's my best friend in the world. Keith David, David Arquette, Tom Skerritt, Alan Rickman, Malin Ackerman, Justin Bartha, Johnny Galecki, Ashley Green, yeah. Rupert Grint, James Marsden, Tom sure. Cruise, Meryl Streep, Robert Redford, and Andrew Garfield. I know there's a lot more. I just picked out the like the yeah. huge ones. No, those Not are just fair. highlights. Annie, what just happened? You, you disappeared. She's fixing oh back. She's waiting for I her turn. Her. She's bored. She's bored of this. Sure. Now we're going. You know, now my we're resume going. is a little boring. I, I'll do the same when they start reciting yours. Uh, all right, sorry. All right, meanwhile, we. Hang got, on, no, no. Now we're going to number two. We've got. No, no, no. no we're gonna we're gonna dissect them one at a time. Oh, okay. Oh. Now I'm gonna dissect. Oh. Those. Gay oh, or God. straight? Gay or straight? He's straight. I'm, are you asking? Oh, did you ever go to bed with him? What do you know? I don't know. <laughs> okay. So wait, wait. Married or so gay for pay? Married or single? Uh, single. Girls. Plug in the vibrators. He's single. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. <laughs> and he's a cutie pie. I saw him in person. All right, hold on. Let's he's go a on. good looking hottie. Yeah, this, well, no, we're going to go on. The, there's no lens here. This isn't a filter. This is, yeah. No filter. Yeah, there's no filter here. I would, <laughs> I would never be on a show Not at that all. was filtered. I am so anti-filtering. I believe we should be who we are, as Stan believes. All right, so hold on. So now we're going to go to to Andrea, who, by the way, she was in GBF, Gay Best Friend. And, uh, and the director of that was actually at uh, the Knife to the Heart premiere. I met him. What a nice guy. I think he was a director is, or a writer. Right? He's so lovely. And it's such a great film. And like when I went on your MD, IMDb, I was so impressed how like you're the star of everything you're in. Literally, you're like in the first like two or three credits of everything that you do just about. So congratulations. So here's, here's her, some of her resume. She also was on the full run of Desperate Housewives. You've basically grown up on television because like all these things, like now you're like a young woman and like you grew up on television and all the things that you've been in, you know, you were like, like a child and all, all the, everybody saw you grow up the whole way. So okay, I think it's so cool. Wait, wait. So she was in Desperate Housewives, Red Riding Hood with Lainey Kazan. Ah, my best That's friend. That's true. Oh, yeah. oh Lenny Kazan's your best friend? Oh, my dearest friend in the world. I adore her. I I worked with her more than once, but I don't remember the other uh, thing. Yeah, Red I Riding Hood. You did Red Riding Hood with Lenny yeah, Kazan. Yeah, but there was something else. Lainey. There was something I, else, but I don't I, remember. I helped. Divor wait, divorce wait, wait, invitation. I gotta go in there. I gotta go in there. Wait, wait. Divorce invitation was Lainey wait, wait, Kazan I and Paul Sorvino, and they've both been on the show. He's going in. Yeah, I worked with Wait, Lainey Kazan. When we were in Florida, you know, she tripped over her pussy and she broke her hip and her leg. Her pussy cat, meaning her cat. cat. Oh, cat. Okay. <laughs> what kind of dirty mind did they have, these filthy actors? But anyway, so now we're in Florida. I was just more confused as how that could happen. <laughs> she tripped over her pussy. Well, she must have a big pussy. I don't know that you could trip over. Anyway, in Florida, we, we I had to help her walk because she couldn't walk. So I'm holding under her arm. And I thought to myself... She's got a tit that's about 12 feet long. I've oh. never felt a breast that starts under the arm and goes like seven feet out. <laughs> so I had to say something. I said, Laney. And he doesn't feel a lot of breasts. I said, Laney, <laughs> you've got the longest tits I've ever seen in my life. You she can't said, say that to wait, somebody. Listen, that's not listen. Wait, oh, I know her. She said, wait, she said, wait, she said. Wait, I said, you have the, the biggest and the longest tits in the world. She said, Ron, how the fuck do you think I fell over my cat? <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me finish real quick. So so you've also had like guest appearances on some of the biggest shows, Boston Public, Third Watch, Law & Order, Arliss, One Tree Hill. I love that one. Uh, Strong Medicine, Hawaii Five-O, 
Divorce invitation had Lainey Kazan and Paul Sorvino scandal. Oh, Paul, we love Paul. You know what Paul said about Lainey when he dated her? He said the same thing. He said she had the best tits he had ever felt in his life. Well, Lainey's very... <laughs> I told this to Lainey and she, on our show, and she said, oh, Paul didn't say that, really. I said, honey, he said that. Trust me, I don't lie. <laughs> so also, you did a movie, The Preacher's Daughter, with Lou Temple, who's been on the show like five times. We love Oh, Lou really? Temple. I just bumped into him the other day. In we Burbank. Yeah, Meanwhile, let me tell you temple. about you. You photographed yes. so gorgeous. I'm, I'm telling you right now, you're beautiful. Oh, I mean, you were beautiful pregnant, you. and I thought that was a little weird that you were so beautiful pregnant. I would have liked to have seen you look like shit because most pre <laughs> pregnant women in their ninth months look like shit. But when they're well, beautiful like you. you, it's hard to make you look like shit. Thanks. I got love it. Okay. So then we're going to move to the fabulous, and now I'm so happy that you made it on Skype. Annie DeSalvo, she's uh, fat. Oh, wait, let me just go back real quick. So with uh, Andrea, she's worked with tons of great people. We already mentioned a bunch of them, but you can also add like Lou Temple, uh, uh, Elliot Gould, Lainey Kazan, Terry Hatcher, Shailene Woodley. I love her. Molly Ringwald. I only bring her up because she's like my favorite, and like I want to get her on the show. Uh, Josie Bissett. Did I work Bissett, with Molly Ringwald? She's in something. So you don't even know. I don't know she's that I did. Yes, you did a, an episode of the Sweet Life of an American Teenager. Well, oh, maybe yes, they yes, so I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, see, I, was, see, I, I had a baby to be on that, you know too. What? I had a, you know yeah, what? I was a mom on that. Yeah. That's the first sign of being a star, when you forget who you've worked with. That's the first sign that you're happening, honey. You're happening. <laughs> What is just like, the sign, like a failing your, memory? I don't know. Uh, uh oh. No, so then we're going to no, go to no, Annie no. DeSalvo, who, who's been on, she's had a guest appearance on every major television show ever that comes on. Some of the ones I wrote down Judging Amy, Two Broke Girls, Sex in the City, See Dad Run, The Wishing Well, CSI Miami, Felicity, American Dreams. I don't know what Citizen Jane is. That must have been a movie. It was a movie. It was a movie. She's super fabulous. She's worked with great people, so, several that we know um, that have been on the show. Jordan Ladd, Jason London, Ernest Borgnine, Sally Kellerman, Charles Shaughnessy, Scott Bayo, Kat Dennings. Love her. Ted Levine, James Duvall's been on the show. Charles Shaughnessy's been on the show. Jason London's been on the show. Sarah Jessica Parker, all the all the Sex in the City people. Ali Sheedy, Meat Love. So you also, you all three have phenomenal careers, and we welcome you. Stan, how could you afford all these people? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, did you pay them Unfortunately, unfortunately the uh, Actors' Equity Showcase code, you know, I would love, they deserve so much money, and we would love to be under equity code. We can pay them for rehearsal, and that's what we're aiming for, and that's why we did this little Because you've got A1 top actors here. You don't have shit here. You've got goodies. Now, my Annie, I got to get to my Annie. Okay. She could have played it hard. She could have played it mean. She could have played it selfish. She could have played it many She's ways. She's the mother, first of all. The you got to tell people what you're talking The mother, the Jewish mother who was <laughs> not, who was not the Jewish mother because you didn't even know she was Jewish. She was just a strong woman who had certain uh, religious beliefs. She made Jimmy cry when she talked about you the adoption. You have to keep telling everybody well, that. Well, <laughs> I know because of and she made no, it was me, fabulous. She made me almost faint. When she spoke of the mathematics on the numbers on the arms of the people in the concentration camps. She could have played that really crappy. She could have overdone it. She could have, she did it with perfection. Her voice, I listened to everything. I've been in the business 57 years, so you can't fool me. She, her voice was real. And I told her when I held her and I said, Annie, you're an honest actor. You performed with honesty. There wasn't one bit of theater bullshit there. It was honest. 
Stan, if you don't bring this crew to New York, you're out of your fucking mind. Help us. Help us. <laughs> help us. We're going to help you. I'm, We're going to help. Well, I'm telling you, I gave you two names of my, I can't say who, but the one I contacted you with, she owns half in New Jersey. <laughs> Her husband, <laughs> JB, was my dearest friend, and he built the fire department that the, the town was, the was anyway. named after them. They're billionaires, not millionaires. Bill she financed Memphis. Give me a break. You know. She <laughs> did help us on Knife to the Heart. It was. Ah, my good friend, Fran Bizarre. So and and Franny won't mind that I say she's a billionaire. So let's ask. So 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 Stan, did you know all these actors? Have you worked with them on other things? And did you know them before this play, or did you just get to know them as you guys were developing this play? Uh, Josh had done a couple of readings. He was recommended to me by my friend Peter Golden, who's the head of casting at CBS. And uh, Andrea, I think through my friend Darren Stein, and we've been talking over the years about doing something, and this finally came together. Annie, I had seen in Gemini when I was uh, a mere uh, freshman in college at NYU, and that play uh, deeply affected me uh, as a young gay guy who was, I don't even think, out at that time. And um, so when I got to direct my first play, I picked Gemini. And so I'd always kind of worshipped her from afar, but to work together with the three of them on this has been pretty incredible. We should also give just an, a nice shout-out. Todd Sherry makes player number four, and uh, you guys know him from Parks and Recreation, Grace and Frankie, Life and Pieces, Parenthood, all kinds of stuff. He's worked with all kinds of great people. He's not here right now, but we want to just say that we thought he did a great job on uh, Saturday night, and, and, and he's a great addition to the cast, and he plays the gay character, and we don't want to leave him out in case he listens to this. We want to make you know sure we know who we are leaving him. out all the time, and I feel dreadful about who? it. I don't know his name, otherwise I wouldn't leave him out. But the guy that did this would stand. The one that oh, he mentioned him. Okay, who's your other, your other writer? Who is he? He was Christian, so nice. Christian McLawlin. And he also, uh, I think, wrote a season on Desperate Housewives. There's this weird Desperate Housewives running through our show. Because um, Todd did an episode, right? Todd was on it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Todd was on it. Josh was on it. And I guess Christian I, wrote on it? Yeah, yeah. he did. Briefly, How cool yeah. is that? I love it. You see, I'm just a Stan fan. I can't help it. You're a Zimmer fan. They're called Zimmer fans. A Zimmer fan. Zimmer oh my fan. god, that's really I'm good. A Zimmer, Zimmer fan. fan. I love that. Zimmer fan. Oh, by the way, Eileen Shapiro said yes. She's definitely interviewing you again, and she's giving you a big blowout on Huffington Post and about twelve other publications. And when you're in New York, my very dear friend and Jimmy's old friend Mike Todd, who owns Out Magazine, Get Out Magazine, Get Out Magazine wants to do a whole spread on Josh and Amy and. Uh, and so Andrea, and, and and Andrea. No Andrea. Andrea. No, no. My friend. Or Amy. Amy. No. <laughs> there, there's an old movie star. Her name was Andrea King. And she was my neighbor when I lived in Beverly Hills. And we became the best of friends. And if you called her Andrea, she'd smack you. It was Andrea. So you called her Amy? No, I called, <laughs> I called her, you old drunken fucking slut. <laughs> and that she responded to a lot. Which you guys also, we should say, first of all, uh -huh. Annie, are you on Twitter, Annie? Uh, no, I'm not. I mean, yes. I actually, have, I have an account, but I've never done anything with it. <laughs> okay, so She's you guys can't to. follow She's Annie. She's got to get with the program. But you can follow. Yeah. You can follow Andrea. Andrea's at Andy Bo, A-N-D-I-E-B-O. And I already uh -huh. said, Josh is I'll be zucked. Okay, the uh -huh. you can find you can find Annie DeSalvo on Facebook and Stan Zimmerman is Zimmerman Stan. You just backwards make it back reverse it. Well, make he it does everything keepers. in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> I would also like He's to add that I'm backing heard, up. Hang on. 
I would also like to add that I have a wonderful website, andosalvo.com, if, if people would like to. There's a lot of stuff on there. Absolutely. Um, we might as well make the round. So, Stan, do you have a website? I don't even know. I've never even looked to see if you have a website. Yeah, it's also ZimmermanStan.com, and uh, you'll find out a lot of fun little facts and uh, links to you know different projects that I'm doing. And you used to act, because I remember the first time we had I started you, I acting, yes, when I was seven years old. I went to NYU a circle in the square to study acting and I was just terrible at auditions. I was so nervous, which is odd because now I teach audition workshop classes. Uh, <laughs> but that's I mean? why I think I just, I love being around actors and working with actors. I know how difficult it is and uh, I love the process and, um, you know, a lot of writers are scared of actors and uh, don't uh, know. No. So when I was about 21 or 22, I started a thing about following actors. I followed Joanne Woodward and Paul Newman, hello, when they were living in a dump down in the village. They didn't have a pot to piss in, and they had just met on Long Hot Summer, and they were shacked up, and they didn't want anybody to know. And Marlon Brando was going out with Wally Cox. That's when I grew up, when Greenwich Village had the, the, the great stars. Joan Rivers, Barbara Streisand, at the upstairs, downstairs, and at the other clubs I played in drag. We were all a crowd, and I followed their careers. And Jesus Christ, they all went someplace, and I stayed in nothing. <laughs> you know, I mean, what happened? I never met it. I know, look where I am on this shitty show with Jimmy Starr, beating him up all the time. I mean, really, where so the fuck on, did though. my career go? Hold on, here's what I want to do real quick, because we're gonna. I want to talk about some other stuff but i want to like kind of like finish with the play a little bit so you guys listen we have a play it's called knife to the heart written by stan zimmerman and christian mclaughlin i'm sorry i can't remember his last name so i keep saying <laughs> that and it's playing it's, it's playing George. at the dory theater at, at the complex in la you got this weekend and one more weekend right to go only six more shows a you lot can of get the tickets out. where and get the and tickets brown at brown paper tickets.com but do and it just give us Twenty-five bucks for a ticket, folks. That's like nothing. And also, hold on, and and it's, it's very intimate. And so, give us a quick stand. Give us a quick synopsis of like who everybody is, like who they play, and well, uh, just a quick synopsis of what the play is about, so everybody can get it. Because we've been talking about circumcision and and the Holocaust and all this yeah, stuff, but, but make an overall. Away, we yes, you want to give a plot. You can't like give away the plot. How do the actors talk about what they think it is? Yes, let them. Okay, Let's okay. Josh, first, go. Oh God, yeah. Who do you play? Do I get that? Hold my calls. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got a, who had the audacity to insult me by having their fucking phone on? <laughs> I'm going to shove it up their ass, whoever it was. Uh -oh. <laughs> text from you. So you told me to keep it on. <laughs> Is that my Oh, Annie? that's right. That, that was, was right. Annie? No, I told her to keep her phone on because I would text her. <laughs> Annie, I forgive you anything, honey. I forgive you anything. You go. go ahead, Josh. All right, Josh, you're yeah, up. Well what what am I what am I answering? I play I play so the the story centers around this um, this young couple in uh, in Texas and they are on the verge of creating a family and uh, um, and uh, uh, Andrea plays uh, my my wife uh, Marshall's wife um, uh, Julianne and Annie plays um, uh, my mother. <laughs> What what uh, yeah I'm not very good at this uh, Stan what what else? Okay, hold on hold on we can amazing how you can do a script to perfection but you fucking can't talk like I can't I can't do a pitch I didn't you know I didn't I, you know who else I just say the words way? you know who else was this way when I interviewed Cliff Robertson 
great Academy of Warning actor, fabulous guy, didn't say a fucking word on my show. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know what I said to him? I heard your wife was a bitch. And I got him to open his mouth, and he said, well, she acts, acts that way. That's what she plays, a bitch. No, 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 we'll do it. Though. Wait, then he started talking about how John Crawford tried to screw him when they were making Autumn leave, so I got some show out of him. But actors really suck at interviews. No, they, they really, don't. What do you think? Well, no, wait a second. I didn't know if that was actually sucky. I thought it was just a little... <laughs> I mean, put it this way, semi-sucking. No, 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 no. I think I got no, no. some information out. It's it's a lovely, uh, a, a very no, no. Who no, are no, you? Wait, 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 stop, stop. Shut up. Who yeah, are you? Okay. What are you doing? What's the problem in your life? What's causing this play to happen? What is the reason behind? No, no, wait, wait. I don't want to do it that way. I have a different idea. So he gave us a beginning. He gave <laughs> us a beginning. Let's go to Andrea second. You continue the story, Andrea. Whew. Oh, okay. Um. She came on the stage gorgeous looking, knocked up. No, she oh, wasn't knocked well, up. At the I wasn't knocked up. I no, I'm not knocked up in that in the beginning. <laughs> yes. well, um, but anyway. <laughs> we but uh, so yeah, so what? No, go ahead. Go don't ahead. worry go about go, him. Don't worry about him. So, uh, um, so yeah, so it's about you know this young married couple who are you know moving forward into the next chapter of their lives and and wanting to have a family and uh, the dynamic between you know the uh, Annie's character and her son and Annie's character and you know our relationship is 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 interesting because I have a, a sort of an absent mother and so she's sort of my primary mother figure but she's also you know lovably overbearing and um and and uh yeah then when we you know have to start making the tough decisions that you have to make when you start a family and we're trying to navigate that um, between the two of us and then hilarity and emotional intensity uh, ensues because of that. And you're a chicksa. And you're a chicksa. As we say, as we say then good. the shit hit the fan. When the shit hits right. the fan, that's when the play really starts to rock and roll. And because Annie, Annie, who is wonderful, and Josh, you really believe their mom and, 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 and son. I mean, I was totally convinced that they were related. That's how brilliant their performances were. Hold on, hold on. So, And she's a, she's a shiksa, which means she's like not Jewish. She's non-Jewish. She's non-Jewish. Okay, yeah. so... So, so Andrea's a shiksa, and, and now we go to Annie. Annie, Jew so you're the Annie's mom. Jew you get to, Annie's Jewish. You bring it home, Annie. So, so um, you know, uh, Rhonda, my character, the mother, is uh, overbearing, and she's controlling, and uh, we find out that there are reasons for that, and, um, you know, this whole bris thing means so much to her be because it's tradition, and uh, as it turns out, she reveals for the first time to her son and daughter-in-law that she had relatives um, in the Holocaust, and it, it greatly impacted her, and it made such a, uh, uh, it made uh, the, the tradition of the Jewish, um, I, I'm not going to call it religion, but let's just say the Jewish tradition, uh, so important to her because she had felt... Um, that her, her her family had been annihilated in um, a lot of her family in the uh, Holocaust. Anyway, so we see also that she the reason why she obsesses so much is her life is unhappy. Her marriage is bad, and she never told her son that. And so what she does is she fills vicariously through her her son all of her emptiness, all of her sadness, and she finally reveals it, and she realizes that keeping all these secrets. 
um, does not uh, serve her family and her journey with her with um, her son, and um, and the hurt that she felt feels in uh, being a Jewish woman whose um, background or tradition is not being respected. She so she feels by her son and daughter-in-law. It was fantastic. She was doesn't my- grandstand this speech with a big mouth and blowing it all over. It's said with a whisper, and she's looking down at the ground as she's saying it with almost humility because she's talking about the embarrassment of what President Roosevelt let, who knew that, that they were killing Jews in the, I'm going to cry, that they were killing Jews in the concentration camps, and he ignored it. So she did it with moved me very badly. I mean, I didn't lose anybody in the uh, war because they were Italian and they all may believe they were not Jewish. So, <laughs> but the thing is, if hold they, on, no, if they what? met if they met you in the street, they made you pull your pants down to see if you were circumcised or not, and my family would have been killed because they were circumcised. So my father never had me circumcised because I'm a war baby. Second World War, and my father told my mother, this way, if the Nazis ever won and came back, they wouldn't kill our son. And that was the way of getting out of being killed. Could you imagine this, people, that you are, I mean, the humility that the Jews have gone through is just tremendous humility. And Annie delivered it. There you go. I love you, Annie. I I love your performance. When I first first read the play, the, the thing that stuck in my mind was, how am I going to deliver all this Holocaust information in a, in a high-pitch comedy? And, you know, finding that balance was everything to, to you know, keep with the tone of the show, but, but keep the truth and the honesty and heartfeltness of... of it was fabulous. The it was and, the character. and that was my challenge. Brilliantly directed magnificently executed and I couldn't give you 10 stars and I don't always say this about plays some plays are shit yeah a lot of times he tells people it was okay (laughs) you know I once told a writer the next time you do a play get somebody to write so hold on so now Stan you heard what everybody else said you get to do the final whatever anything you think was left out or or your critique tell you 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 ended up that's not what we wrote at all really no What did he say? He said, that's not what we wrote at all. He was joking. No, <laughs> well, well, that's what we got. So they if you can't, so be- don't, they said don't, it beautifully. don't change a letter of this place, <laughs> and you're going to have a smash hit. When you get to New York, and I know New York because I'm a theater person since, you know, my mother was Jenny Gabriel, the silent movie actress, who was friends with Mae Murray. Another they don't know. They're not old enough anyway, to know who any of those people are. <laughs> my, my father was a set designer. My sister married a producer. So I'm in the business since birth. I have been around theater all my life. I know shit from Shinola. I know something that's going to play and work, and this is going to play and work. When you bring it into New York, it's going to go from off to better to on. Trust me, I know it will. I love well, it. Thank you for your support. It's very sweet. It means a lot to us. It means, it means a lot. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. All right, everybody. So again, knife to the heart. Check it out. Follow at Zimmerman Stan at... I'll be zucked. I love that. I don't know. I mean, that's just like, a, I should be able to well, remember it's, that. It's a play on spelling. I'll be zucked. I know, of course it is. That Andy Bo, A-N-D-I-B-O. All right. So look at him with that sly fox little look. look I know. He's got that smirky little You kind of look, look like a really young Andy Garcia. I'm sure you he's get like, that all yeah, the time, I, I right? I that a lot. I don't know what that's uh, about because I'm not, you know. He's got uh, that but, sexy little sneaky look. Hey, 
Hey, all the girls in the chat room are asking if you're single, so I, I wrote yes and not gay. All right, so here's something I like to do. All of you guys have been had the opportunity to work with like amazing, amazing. Wait, I didn't say one thing about Josh I want to okay. say. Okay. I've seen so many people in theater cry. They should put their hands over their face and do boo-hoo-hoo. It stinks. This boy cried. I saw red eyes. I was sitting in his face. I, I saw red eyes, almost snots coming out of his nose. Crying was so absolutely wonderful. And men don't cry well in theater or, or film. They have difficulty getting men to cry. He let it go. He didn't give a shit. He just cried. And I thought it was foul. So I wanted to applaud that, but then I look like an no. idiot. Well, no, no, thank you. Thank you. It was really uh, the air conditioning blowing in my eyes that night. <laughs> well, no, your eyes were red, my dear, and they were watery. And I was sitting right there, 10 feet from you. What, are you going to bullshit me? No, no, no. <laughs> all right, so here's something dare. I like to do. You're, you're, all, you're right, you wouldn't. You're your all, leg's broken, you little fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys are all very accomplished, and I like to do this with everybody who comes on. So it's like a two-part question for everybody to answer, and it can be how, however you want to answer it. But number one, you've all had the opportunities to work with like lots of great people. Who's on your bucket list? Who's a male and female on your bucket list? Besides if, me. If you could work with someone who you would like to work with. And the second part of it is if you could have... Well, I guess in Stan's case, written, and in you guys' case, acted. If you could have been in any movie ever that's been in history, uh, and you could have been the lead character or one of the lead people in it, what movie would you have liked to have been in? And we'll start with, we'll go to Stan first. Stan, you go first. Uh, I, of course, I'm going to say Meryl Streep. And I think I would like to... She's not... Meryl Streep is not the best actress out there. Well, they think so. I think they're all crazy. I don't get it. I mean, I could think of 12 other Okay, but this isn't your answer. This is his answer. (laughs) Remember that, okay? Uh, And I think I would like to play the Gene Kelly part in Singing in the Rain. Oh, that's cool. That's great. That's a great answer. Wait, wait, wait. Meryl Streep and who else? The Scarecrow and the Wizard of Oz. Uh, but and you have to pick a male and a female that you would have liked to work with. So you picked uh, male, sheep, and a male. Um. Oh God. Had them um, already. <laughs> I mean, I I wish I'd gotten to work with Jack Nicholson. Okay, there you go. Good choice. Jack is That's crazy. Good. Fun. He's a fun guy. All right, let's camera. let's let's alternate boy girls. So let's go, uh, Andrea. You go next. Oh no. Oh gosh, I, I mean, I'm having that horrible thing where like you, your mind goes blank, you know, like I can't think of a single actor. Okay, so <laughs> um, wait, wait, think about it for a second, we'll come back and go, we'll, we'll switch. The, the Goslin guy, would you like Ryan to work? Gosling. Ryan Gosling? Ryan Gosling? Whatever the fuck I mean, is. sure, but like not really, I don't know, like I mean, I, I, like I should be so lucky, but like I don't, that's not my answer, yeah, <laughs> like I don't know. He should be so lucky to work Hold with Hold on, you. let's go to Ann then. But I'll date okay. him. I'll date him, yes. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the male All right, Andy. Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Daniel Day-Lewis. That's a good one. He wins a tough act. Academy Award nomination for everything he does. Hard, oh, hard yeah, to work with because he's so outstanding. He's brilliant. Yeah. Okay, wait, wait. Female. I, we need a female? Uh, female? Ugh. Uh, I, I guess the person that comes up, uh, you know, is Meryl Streep. Um, uh, I admire her so much. So. Or, you know, Anna Magnani. Anna Magnani. Oh, yes. I, yes. I, I, now, I, he I, likes that I, answer. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 yes, Anna Magnani. 
I did a one-person show in New York about her that I wrote. And, um, you know, I, I just, she's just extraordinary. Also, I like Helen Mirren a lot. Ah, that's Helen. a good choice, yeah. too. Another like one, one of my people. Okay, and what yeah. movie would you have liked to have been in? Oh, uh, God, I love movie. Um, I'm so simple. <laughs> like, my choices are so I mean, simple. I mean, I, I have a, one, one uh, Night of the Shooting Stars. You, you won't know that. Um, we'll look it up this right. is an education yeah. that's give, right give us a show that everybody would, would know we, we don't want to disappoint any of our watchers uh, uh, something uh, well I don't know uh, I loved um, mm, how about me. Born Yesterday how about Born Yesterday could you pull that off yes absolutely oh, oh. my god yes is that I not a place to work Born Yesterday yesterday yeah you know that is because she was so amazing Josh is looking it up. I don't know what it is either, Josh. Oh, okay, he's writing down. All right, well, anyway, it's your turn, Josh. Just Andrea, keep thinking because we're coming back to you. Josh's turn. All right, male and female. Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah. I've had time to, what? <laughs> uh, um, I, I would say, you know, uh, Stan and I talked about this a little bit, but um, uh, Mark Rylance has come uh, kind of full front, uh, full front uh, in, in my life recently. I just feel like I've been watching so many interviews and, uh, talking about him a lot, and I had a chance to see him on stage uh, a few months ago earlier in New York. Um, but I just think that, yeah, I would love to work with Mark Rylance. Um, I just think he has... You know who he I don't know who he is. Who is that? He's so he's, good. He's so talented. British actor. Yeah. He's, a, he's a British actor. I mean, he was he was born in England, and they went to America, so he's kind of... He's mostly a British actor, but he's... Um, I, I, wasn't at the Old Vic. He was, like, the artistic director at the... Or, sorry, the Old Globe, I guess. Um... And how do you spell his last name? R Y L A N C E. Um, he, he had so his award a couple years ago. Yeah, for um, yeah. Bridge of Spies. Oh, yeah, I've seen him in a whole bunch of things. Let me see his face. He was oh. in Bridge of Spies. Okay. <laughs> with Tom Hanks. Is he ready now, player one? No. Right any of you. Hang like, on, wait, wait. We're not done. Wait. Oh, I didn't see Ready. He didn't finish yet. We're not done. Wait. Hang on. Did you. Uh, I didn't see Ready Player One. Okay, that's a guy. What's Who's the girl? Um. Uh, how about Geraldine Page? Oh. Uh, that's a good one. Oh, now you're talking, baby. <laughs> I mean, I've only talking. seen her work in Trip to Bountiful, but I've read a uh, whole bunch about her. I Here's got drunk with her in New really? York. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. She was at a party, and she and I and a few other, my friend, my wonderful friend who passed away, uh, uh, Pasquale, the choreographer. Anyway, mm. now, I always say Pasquale, but that's I not his name. It it's like My daughter, correct, <laughs> loved him. His name, he's, anyway, the, the guy that did Liza Minnelli taught her every step that she couldn't do. Um, anyway. Um, we were at his <laughs> house, and we were late. We were loaded, load. I mean, I don't drink. We were loaded out of our minds, and she just went on into acting. She was portraying from the uh, wonderful play that she did with Paul Newman about the old lady and the young hustler. Yeah, and she yeah. did like seven minutes of it, and I'll never forget that. Summer and smoke. No, no, the other one where she's a, an old actress, I think, and he's a young hustler. And, he's and it's like a hotel room. Sweet Bird of Youth? Sweet Bird That's of Youth. That's it, Sweet Bird of Youth, right? Yeah. And she's doing this whole number. Good job, Stan. Drunk out of her mind. Oh, my God, it was the best performance I ever saw. I told her, you know, when we were sober, if we had that on film, we could use it for auditions. <laughs> like she said, I don't need audition film. Okay, hold on. So, Josh, go back <laughs> to then. Who, who? What's the movie, Josh? What movie would you like oh. to have been in? I 
I mean, I don't. Well, I mean, I think Indiana Jones. I mean, I would love uh, okay. to be Indiana Jones. So well, that's okay. you'd be perfect yeah. for it because you got that sexy look about you with the beard. You need oh. the hat and, and you need to swing from the ropes. You'd be good. Right. All I, right. I do that all the time. I have a whip. I've got a hat. Pretty much already cast myself. Now, may I say... Yeah. Well, we have to go back to Andrea. I, Andrea hasn't done hers oh, yet. Oh, and then she's you can still do thinking. Yeah, I know. I'm slacking. I'm sorry. You gotta have... Okay, well, if you don't want to tell us what guy you'd like to work with, just tell us what what Hollywood guy is super hot, and we'll just pick him. No, I mean, let's, let's <laughs> give me more credit. Let's give me a little more credit. I, I mean... I think uh, I think in terms of women, uh, like you know, we're all gonna have so- like I won't say Meryl Streep because you guys are gonna roll your eyes. So we'll just assume that that's you know a safe bet for everybody. But um, how about Kate Blanchett or Kate yes, Winslet or Marianne Cotillard? Oh, yeah. Good choice. Mm-hmm. Kate's wonderful. Yeah. All three, all your choices yeah. are fantastic. I love them all. Now let me tell you, right. yeah. the man. Let her do the man and let her do the movie. Didn't do that yet? No, she's got to no, pick I a movie. I'm, I think no, I'm no. getting senile. It's okay. No, it's all right. What's your other question? Let's move on. I wanted to cast all of you. Annie, definitely, I would love to see in Orpheus Descending. I, I've oh. done it at the actor's studio. You would be absolutely drop-dead fabulous perfect. Josh, definitely in Troy. You know, Helena Troy. Troy, Troy playing the, the, the gorgeous gladiator guy. You know, what, what that stupid oh, jerk played. The, the Brad Pitt role? Angie's ex Yeah, the Brad Pitt role. Is that Brad, Achilles? Brad, you want me to play oh. Achilles? Yeah. Yes. Brad Pitt, who cannot act his ass for nothing. He's a terrible actor. Played it. <laughs> oh. And I'm happy. Look, Angie Void, I know. She grew up in my house. Angie's a dear friend of mine. He's a piece of shit, trust me. Anyway, <laughs> um... Would anybody like to work with Angelina Jolie? She's a wait, wait, where were you going to put Andrea and Stan? Wait, I'm gonna, Stan, we're going to put in The Ritz. <laughs> You'll love that movie with with um, my wonderful love. I love her so much. Marino, uh, Rita Marino, Rita Marino. Yes, who's wonderful? Stan could definitely play The Ritz and be hilarious, especially if he wrote some of the lines because some of those lines stunk. But. Um, <laughs> And Andrea, I definitely would love to see in a girl interrupted. Oh. Oh, yeah, oh, honey. Okay. That's where you sharpen your teeth. I would love to see you play Winona Ryder or Angie Voy- Angelina Jolie's part. That's some hell of a piece to play. Let's adapt it for Yeah, the- it is. Oh, it definitely is. I mean, could yeah, great. Actually, we actually had she, last week we had Jillian Arminante oh, on who played the lesbian heart, in Girl Interrupted. Heart. She's coming and, uh, to our she house. She was fabulous. Yeah, she was super oh, great. Stan, you had to hear her talk about gay people and the gay pain and she's a lesbian and I mean, oh God. It was, was fabulous. She, she was, was fabulous. One, I'm in love with her. She's coming to our house when she comes to she Palm Springs. I'm going to cook a lasagna for that. I bitch. love it. So, okay, so what else do you want to ask them? I just want to ask them. Um, I just want to follow them. I want to say to them, please connect on my Facebook page whenever you are working anywhere. I will promote you to the end, and I will definitely make a conservative effort to get there. If I'm not in a wheelchair or on oxygen, you know, no. So if, 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 if capable, I will, because I've... I've I know so many celebrities, I'm not name dropping, it's my business, that I love, like Lainey Kazan is my angel face, I love her, uh, how could you not, does anybody know Angie person? I'm not Angie, Angie, she uh, knows, she's Lainey. been in three movies with her, Lainey. a couple of times, she played my mother in uh, the play with Joe Bologna, or wrote with Renee Taylor, um, don't, don't oh, even talk about yeah. Joe, my, 
Oh, Joe Bologna. Oh, they were on our show, Lainey and Joe. I mean, uh, Joe, uh, Renee, Renee, Renee and Joe came on our Renee show. Renee and Joe. Joe Bologna, God bless him. May he yeah. be heavenly. Was the dearest, sweetest, kindest, most beautiful man I have ever met in my life. He embraced gay people. He was a true heterosexual. He was not gay, weird, or anything. You know, he was a wonderful. Well, Lainey, well, Lainey Joe, and I all did uh, my favorite year together. Oh, very good. Oh, you're kidding. That's what, right. what, the movie or the play? The play. The movie. The movie. Hey, you know, who were you in the movie? I know that movie backwards. I was the, uh, the, 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 I was, there were five writers. I was the one woman. I, I, I was based on, um, oh, I forget her Selma name. Diamond. Uh, Selma? Not Selma Diamond. Um, the, oh, uh, Selma Diamond. Five, I loved her. There were five writers, and I was the woman. He kept whispering in my ear. He didn't want to talk. The other writer didn't want to. Now we have to When it's on, I'll watch it. I didn't see you. You know, you didn't have a major part. You weren't one of the six. Were you a sixth character up to the six? Anybody after the sixth wasn't major to me. Yeah, so if you're like your four characters, you're fabulous. If you were seven characters, the seventh I would have thrown out and only talked about. That's just him. Nobody else does that. No, He's just that's crazy. Old, that's old Hollywood. You know, years ago, if your name went above. The, the, the title of the film, you were a sensational star. If your name went after the title, you were okay. But if a nobody was before you, your business was over. It was time to open up an acting school. Actually, he's kind of rubbed off on me because that's why when, when I mentioned you, Andrea, and I, because I was looking on IMDb how far down you are on the credits, and you're at the top of every one. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that, 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 that's. I think it's alphabetical. Though. No, I think it's, it's just, not. yeah. No, 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 no. But you're so sweet. And I want to finalize this by saying I don't do this with everyone. And I want you to know that. I have guests. On, I have been interviewing on a Jimmy Show show now five years. I've been six. Six years. Over maybe five or six hundred different people. And I have never really been as excited about anything like I am about this and a few other things that uh, we've had on our show so Adam, not things, people. Well, things. Some of, some of them were things. Not the ones you were excited about. No. You know, I don't like I tell them this is a conversation show. It's not an interview show. Make believe you're in my kitchen in Brooklyn eating Entenmann's crumb cake and coffee. Do you guys know what Entenmann's crumb cake is? Because we had people no, on that don't know. No, yeah. you have to be Jewish to know. You have to be Jewish to know. No, because Andrea knows. Well, oh, maybe she, I do, and I'm a shiksa. Well, maybe she's a shiksa. Had, I love that word shiksa. Maybe, I think that's the coolest maybe word. Maybe you had a Jewish boyfriend who brought you Entenmann's. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have. I have, but okay. it, no, never brought me Entenmann's. But I grew up in New York. I grew up eating oh, Entenmann's oh, all the time. Oh, that's why. Oh, that's I, why. I, I, never yeah. knew a, I never knew a guy that bought Entenmann's. Because uh, we go to the grocery store here all the time looking for Entenmann's. And like here, the Entenmann's, they have like four things. But on the East Coast, they have like tables of Entenmann's. There's like 50 different oh, things. Oh, yeah. But here they don't. Uh, and, the selection and if, is terrible. And if you're Jewish, do not move to Palm Springs. Just don't. <laughs> what? Why? There's no entomans. Where did that bagel, come from? The bagels taste like camel shit, <laughs> and they look like camel shit. <laughs> and they're like they cost like five times more than they and, would anyway. And there's, there's nothing you could find here that you could cook with if you're cooking a good uh, Jewish meal. It's disgusting. It's so guy. Vomit. Even the chicken is guyish. <laughs> Where's a good bagel in L.A.? Where's a good bagel in L.A.? I lived in L.A. for years, and, and the bagels weren't so hot. It's the water. If you, they used to bring in, uh, New York Bagel used to bring in big things of water to make the bagels, and they were still stinky. You can't get a bagel unless you go to Brooklyn. You go to Brooklyn to the Jewish neighborhoods, you get a bagel. 
I mean, a real. Bagel do you guys even eat bagels? A bagel no, the size no. of a hub. Of a I, hub. I, I, I love bagels. It's so funny because all three of you guys are trim and svelte and don't have like an ounce of fat on you. And so, like, I don't really see you eating like desserts and bagels. <laughs> well, Stan is not Jewish. And what a bagel. Do you know from a bagel? <laughs> Stan's name is, is really not Jewish. It's really not Zimmerman. He changed it. He wanted to be in in the business because everybody in the business is Jewish. His and look where he ended up. Yeah. His, his, his name was Stanley O'Sullivan. Uh-huh. He's an Irishman. Yeah, yeah, he looks really. (laughs) You look really Irish. Not not Jewish at all. You gotta like love it. I think it's fantastic. All right, everybody. So let's give everybody your your stuff one more time. All right. So first of all, uh, you can see all of these incredible actors along with Todd Sherry in Stan Zimmerman's play Knife to the Heart, playing at. Dory Theater. Theater at the complex. At the complex. You can go to Brown Bag something. Brownpapertickets.com. Brownpapertickets.com to get tickets. And or, you go can- to, or go to knifetotheheart.com and follow uh, our journey with this wonderful play. Oh, that's even better. Knifetotheheart.com, everybody. You want to follow Stan on Twitter? He's at Zimmerman Stan. Josh Zuckerman is at I'll Be Zucked. And you can go on IMDb and go watch all the cool things he's been in. Because uh, he's he's got quite a quite a resume. Same thing with Andrea Bowen. You can follow her at Andy Bow. You need to tweet more often because you have like a lot of fans and they're like, yeah, you know, you're not tweeting enough. I'm gonna, bad at it. I know. No, I'm not no, so we're, we're going to bring you all back one at a time. This way, you have the whole session. When you guys got something going, like after you finish the run in New York ten years from now, <laughs> you can you can. I'll, I'll still be here, maybe embalmed, but I'll still be here. <laughs> oh, oh, <No>. so, <laughs> Well, we don't know. I might, I may be dead, and Jimmy has his arm up my ass, moving my mouth. You know, you never know. But if you guys want to see, if you want to see both, uh, both of, you can see the Josh and Andrea together. Watch Desperate Housewives because they're both what? like on you it. You know what? I think I'm going to do. I think I'm coming back to see this play again. I'm closing now. Oh. Yeah. You got two seats for free. I'll listen to you. I never. No, well, I never pay. This, you know, you pay. certainly don't ask him that when there's four million people listening. I don't really give a shit. Everybody, <laughs> I have never paid for a ticket in my. Mr. Blackwell, the the guy who criticized Ten Horse Dress List, taught me, my dear friend for years, Ron, never go anywhere and pay because then you're not important. Learn <laughs> that. He said, if so you, you, if uh, you they go, don't pay. If, don't if they invite you for free, they need you. You're somebody. Go. Anyway, we'll so go back are, to that. So hold on. Go. We have to Listen, go back, you guys. When, wait, shut up. When are you closing? Uh, the 20th of May at, th- at uh, Sunday at 3 p.m. The Sunday afternoon. So it's a matinee. Yes, fabulous. Yes. Sunday matinee. Yes. Hold on, everybody. So then we got Anne DeSalvo, you guys. She's on Facebook because she's not on Twitter, so you can find her on Twitter. It's A-N-N-E DeSalvo, D-E-S-A-L-V-O. We want to, number one, thank you guys for all for coming on the show. Number two, congratulations, Stan. you got a great cast. The the play is fantastic. And we also want to congratulate all you guys for such stellar careers. You're all, like, young and gorgeous, and and, uh, I know great things are coming for you, and you've already done such great things, so we're happy to be a part of it all. And we want to thank... Enough there, Celine. And we want to thank... All of you guys. Yeah, but it's actually true. We want to thank all you guys for coming on. I have to say something. Please support this play. It's great. Please support Silver Foxes. It's going to be sensational. And by all means, go see 50-ish. It's sensational. And my friend Lindsay... That has nothing to do with you guys. No, nothing to do with that. It's a different... It's a musical. It's going going on the road. My friend Lindsay... happy 50-ish. 
Happy 50th. It was, it was a hit in New York, off-Broadway. I mean, it ran forever. And now uh, he's got it going in Long Beach. I'm bringing it into Palm Springs. I'm going to bring your play into Palm Springs. Uh, what else is he doing? See, anyway, he's another genius. My Lynn Shaw. I love and adore him. So can please. we get free tickets? Yes, we'll get you free Yes, I will. Yes, yeah, we can get you free tickets. Okay, all right. All right, then we'll be he's going to be in. They got to go. They got to go. This is supposed to be a half an hour interview. They're on an hour and like over an hour, way over an hour. So we got to go. All right, everybody. Well, thank, thank you. you. Oh, Thanks, you guys. Thank thanks you so, so much. much. For us. Thank you. Bye. Love you guys. Love bye bye. You guys. See you next time. Bye bye. Yes. Yes. Bye, sweetheart. <laughs> bye bye. Love them. You guys, they're fabulous. You gotta like love what it. What a Literally, nice They're show. supposed to be on a half an hour, and they've been on like Stan's been on Stan's been on an hour and twenty minutes or something. So. so when it's good, it's good. You don't cut bad out. I know, but that's why they got to go. They had to go. Um, but everybody listening, we're not blowing smoke up your ass. This, if you're in L.A., this don't really is a good play. Don't use my expressions. Now you're becoming me. It doesn't matter. What are you going to do? Well, you're going to use it? You can really, it's a really, really, really good play, you guys, and you guys should all check it out. I think you'll like it a lot. Um, so, Chad. Hi, Captain. That was pretty cool, right? Like, we saw everybody really well. That was a party. We didn't have, we didn't have any problems. That was a party. Sorry to the uh, the people who were streaming the uh, video line, too. It keeps dropping out here and there. I think it was like three times, but we got all the recording. It was a good party. Good time. What, is that? what does that mean? Uh, uh, people people out watching there watching Sometimes watch... the video going out, but we'll have a copy of it for YouTube. So what, what does it mean, streaming? That's how, you, that's how people watch it. They oh. stream it. Stream the line. <laughs> but the recording's good. We got it all. So, good. Like, so who do it. we have now? Nobody. We don't have anybody. We have Ron oh. Russell. We could have kept. Oh, they had to go. They had to go, honey. Yeah. It's it's almost four thirty. We've already gone through two guests. Like the, the, we gave them the time of two guests. Oh, that's good. So you have a few minutes. So we have twenty minutes left. First of all, we got to play some music for everybody to take a little bit of break. Chad, how about let's do uh, uh, let's do narrow planes. I should have known. I could do that. All right, everybody. So this check it out. This is narrow planes. They were one of the nominees for best song of the year on the Nashville Universe Music Awards. And uh, I don't think they won. Uh, I don't know who won everything, so I'm not sure if they won or not. But the song is fantastic, and I think you guys will enjoy it. So check it out. Narrow Plains, I should have known. All my thoughts are leading somewhere no one knows. In my ears beating all these doubts they show. And if you tell me, oh, you think I should. Yeah, I would know
should know The lights were on me clearly No one's home I should know Oh, no, no Just tell me, baby, how I could have known That's Narrow Plains. The name of the song is I Should Have Known. And, uh, I should have known. Uh, and I want to do a little quick... Uh, no, let me introduce it, because okay. otherwise it's very, very uh, snobby. Oh. My Jimmy Starr, mm-hmm. out of hundreds and hundreds and thousands and millions and zillions of people, mm-hmm. has been the best publicist in the universe. Woo! That's not really what not really. All right, everybody. So I just want to thank everybody. Last night was the Nashville Universe Music Awards. They gave out about 20-something awards, and I don't know who won all the different awards because we weren't there, and they taped it for a television show, but I do know that I won Publicist of the Year, and I want to thank everybody. First, I want to thank my running mate who ran for Promoter of the Year, Lady Lake, Cindy Lady Lake from Lady Lake Music. She didn't win. Uh, but I know she was a big part in helping me win, so I want to thank her and thank my partner at World Star PR, Eileen Shapiro, because um, really it was a win for both of us since we're a team and we work together. But I want to thank everybody who um, voted for me. Uh, I know there's tons of them, uh, everybody in the chat room. B. Claudia is in there, and who else is in there? But I know P- Patricia Grant, uh, C- Cody fans, Cody fans UK, everybody who's in the chat room, they all uh, voted, and I want to say thank you so much. I really appreciate it. There's the Jimmy Star crew on uh, Twitter, Ron Iverson, and all the different people that are involved with that. But I had to get a lot of votes to win, so I want to thank everybody. It's a really cool thing. I'm excited, and uh, and I appreciate everybody's support. Here's Notice to how the husband got neglected. It's mm. the case always. There's well, always I, I, I didn't I vote had, for you. I had to vote. For, I voted for you. Yeah, but you know, for me. you know how many people I got to vote for you? I know. And, I, and I, wanna, and I, I gave them all $10. The biggest one of all is I want to thank my incredible husband, <laughs> Ron Russell, yes. for all his support in yes. my campaign running for Publicist of the Year. And uh, oh, we want to say hi, too. A bunch of people came in during the last interview. Patrick Talbot, whose ghostly beard, came in. And um, Goddess came in earlier. I didn't say anything because we were interviewing people. Goddess, my darling, my sweet. Goddess, did you put on Facebook something stupid or was it somebody else about not being loved or some crap? Was that you, Goddess? I don't remember now. It really upset me. I thought, how stupid is this? Everybody loves you, goddess. What's going on with the boyfriend? I, I heard you're getting married. Is that true? 
Yeah, he is. She is getting married. Well, when are you having the wedding? We can cover it. We can do a big deal I about forgot, it. but I think, I'm pretty sure she is getting married. What? Let us know the date, darling. Because she said last week in the chat room, she said something about doing something kind of like Chad did. So, But we will Skype it. We will Skype your wedding. How wonderful is that, that everybody Love could watch you? Yes, Love is in the Air. He's singing Love is in <laughs> the Air. Yeah, we could watch you commit suicide when what? you get married. That's not nice. <laughs> also, you guys, have another couple things. Uh, we would love it if everybody would follow the uh, new fan site for the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, uh, done by Pat. She's so fabulous, and she's in the chat room now. It's at Jimmy underscore Ron underscore fan. She's running the site. She pulls up all kinds of great stuff on us. We really appreciate it. Pat, love you. Thank you so much for all Thank you're doing. Thank you, Patty Poops. And it's super cool. And we want to make sure everybody knows you can hear us. Every Wednesday from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time or 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time on our home station, W4CY Radio, with the fabulously talented Chad Murphy. Oh, yeah. Love that. Uh, you can hear us on Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, Monster FM Radio in New York, K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, Caliber Radio in South Carolina, or Society's Basement Radio. We're also on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Audio Boom, and Apple TV, Spreaker, and Podbean. And on television, you can see us on Vimeo, YouTube, and Roku. And you need a haircut. I do you need like, a haircut. You look like shit. Your hair is all over. It's t Why don't you get a haircut? Because you're supposed to cut it. Oh. I used to cut hair, by the way, folks. I was a hairdresser, a very good one, too. When I was a young guy. Don't you gun. think people know that or no? no I don't know if we, I, I, we always have new people coming in. That's true. That's why we repeat. I'm not repeating myself because I'm senile. I'm repeating myself because we have new folk that don't know a, a bloody thing about us. So we have to keep telling the, the, the stories over and over again. So if you're tired of hearing about them, tough luck. Too bad. What can I tell you? Get over it. Yeah, get over it. <laughs> But I worked in Sutton Place, New York City, Manhattan, which is a very chic, darling area. We also we had a great weekend, you guys. Not only did we go to the play, um, we went to, to Big Boy, which Ron didn't really like, but we went to Bob's Big Boy. You see Please. it in, in like uh, in all the different movies with a, with a very good friend, Thomas Churchill. He's a movie director, and he's Please. been on the show. Please and Ron didn't like Big Boy, but we had a good time talking there. And it's, you guys have seen it. It was in like Heat and all the different movies. You know, it's like been there for a zillion years. So the we had a really good time I with that. The reason why I knew it was there, my very, very dear fr friend who has passed away, um, Beryl Davis, the singer, she sang with Frank Sinatra for years on the Hip Parade, used to live right down the block from Big Bo Boy, and, I, and that statue was my uh, landmark to make a left. Now Jimmy drags me in there. Horrible. I mean, really. The place is awesome. me. The, the food. The I food. loved I, it. I ordered pancakes to be on the safe side. You know what they were like? Mattresses. I thought they were three <laughs> mattresses. That's funny. <laughs> you put the fork in it, and the fork bounced out. It almost hit me in the face. I had a bacon cheeseburger and a chocolate malted and French fries. It was good <laughs> in a salad. I don't know why I had a salad. I mean, like, seems kind of like defeats the purpose. And then, you know, and then we went to Stan's play, and when we were at Plans Stan's play, like I said, I uh, uh, we met all the actors and the and the understudy actors who all also have incredible resumes in the movie and television in the movie and television world. And um, and then we sat kind of next to Joan Van Ark. You guys remember her from Knott's Landing, so we talked to her, and there's a good chance we're going to have her coming no, on the show she soon. Said, she said to me, "I would like to do your show." I said, oh, I called her Joanne. I said, oh, Joanne, anytime. <laughs> I don't Even though that's like, not her name. Well, she didn't like that. She kind of made a face. But, you know, I don't remember the name. Joan, Joanne, it's all the same thing. 
You guys remember her, Knott's Landing, Young and the Restless. I used to love... Chad, did you ever watch Knott's Landing? Probably not, because you don't watch TV. No. Knott's Landing, no. Maybe a little Dallas. That's about it. Yeah, that I, was, I only watched Dynasty because of Joan Collins. I loved when she was... Was Dynasty after fun. Dallas or before? I can't remember. Dynasty. Chad, you have to start throwing up a picture of what you look like once in a while, um, because everybody in the chat room wants to know what you look like. Just He's got freaking married. Guys, Scroll down. Good looking. Okay, I will... Just I will discuss Chad. Very butch, very built, beautiful little nose, handsome jaw face, good looking, very burly, sexy, burly, and hot. Big arms, big and chest, he, and he's married, girls. So give it up. That's okay. They can still see him. Chad go. is a good looking man. Thank you. So Chad, how's married life? Do you enjoying it? I don't know. It's any different. It's just what do you call it? Lawful. Yeah, you, just you, now you, you can't you, get out if you want to get no, out. <laughs> you, usually, usually after you, usually after you get married, yeah. the pussy stops. No, yeah, it's, that's what they say. That for some reason didn't stop with it, this us. Oh, it didn't. Which one has the pussy? <laughs> oh, I thought it did. Stop. He does. <laughs> you, he does. <laughs> I, I don't have a pussy, Jimmy. Has a pussy. <laughs> now everybody in the chat room is going to go crazy. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry about Jimmy's that. Jimmy's the mom. one that wants to wear pink ballerina slippers. I have a thing for ballet hot toe shoes. I think they're so cool. I would it's love to have a pair. Girl, it's a big queen. When I was little, my sister got one. Right? Okay, so I, I probably told this story before, but there's new people in the chat room. When I was little, I came down at Christmas time, and there was a uh, like a truck. And this doll, and this doll was two feet tall, and it had a pink crown, and you pushed the top of it, and it started doing pirouettes. It was all in pink with pink high, uh, pink toe shoes. And when I ran down at Christmas time, and I picked it up, I thought it was for me, but it wasn't. I was so disappointed that the truck was for me. Now at Christmas. <laughs> and my sister took ballet lessons, and I used to always love to like play with her toe shoes. <laughs> now, when I was a little boy at Christmas, I got trucks. I got a garage. I got a cowboy outfit with guns. I got uh, a Flash Gordon. I loved it. It was a big set of about 30, 40 pieces where they were all like an out of space vehicle, which I loved. And I never did ballet slippers. So now you tell me who the pussy is. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> I married a big bottom bitch. They're uh, saying there's nothing wrong with pink. So they are. No, not if you're a girl, but when you're a man no, and you, you want. You wear pink. I I have pink. I tried to find pink Crocs yesterday at Marshalls because they had like a size that wouldn't fit me. It was too small. Because they were women's. No, they weren't. They were men's, but they were a men's. They were a men's nine. They didn't have a men's ten or eleven. They were women. They were not. Crocs are unisex. They come in women's and women's sizes. But it was in the women's department. No, it wasn't. <laughs> when you tried on those high heels, they didn't. I didn't either. try on high. I don't ever try on high heels. He tries on the high heels everywhere. We even started talking to some lady yesterday, and she was like, oh, they would look good on you. And he's like, no, I wouldn't no, wear that, these ugly no, things. No, that's not what she said. I was very upset about that. I didn't think she was nice at all. I, I have no idea who this woman was. I never knew her or met her. I was looking at a pair of high heels for my daughter Deirdre to give her for her birthday that passed. I wanted to give her a couple of gifts more. And they were Ralph Lauren. This is Marshall's we're in. And the price was like $7 for a pair of Ralph Lauren beige satin high heels. I thought, wow, what a good deal. And then this woman walked by and she said, honey, they're not going to fit you. And I didn't know. I thought that was very, very not nice. And I turned around and I said, shocking, but I was thinking of getting them for my daughter, you little bitch. But and anyway, then you said, I would never be caught dead in this shoe. It's not I, sexy oh, enough I for me. <laughs> then he said, it, wouldn't, it wasn't sexy enough for me. I wouldn't wear it. So that's how it went. 
What happened? You can talk. Okay. Okay, so he... Well, you can still... You can't hear, but you can still talk. <laughs> so I said to her, I would never wear these ugly shoes. And the chat room, they're saying they remember that ballerina doll. I'm going to look for it on eBay. Probably is $5 million. That's okay. Anyway, we're going to go for a swim when we conclude the show. Well, Jimmy has to download. I'm going to meet friends at the pool and go for a swim and relax. And, and we've got a weekend coming up, you guys. Next week, we've got a really good show. I forgot who's coming on, but I know you're going to like them. And uh, it should be a lot of fun. And we got a fun weekend going up. It's going to be hot here. It's probably going to be hot for you too, Chad. But I, a lot of people I see on, on Twitter and stuff are saying it's still cold. And it's in a lot of places. And in, in, uh, I think Pat's in Canada. I think it's cold in Canada. Canada it's always still. cold. In we may go to Santa Barbara on Saturday, which is north of here. Three-hour ride up. I have some people up there I may see. Um, I want to go see Tab Hunter and his ranch all the way up at the top of the mountain. You have to call him. Well, I don't have his number. How can I call him? I used to have I can't find my book. Since we moved. My address book with all my people in it. I can't find the guy. Anyway, we got one minute. So, all right, everybody. So, listen up. We want to thank everybody for tuning in today. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Chad, we want to thank you because you're a freaking, like, rock star. I want to thank Ron for being fabulous. And uh, we want us to thank, uh, thank our guest, uh... Andrea Bowen, Annie DeSalvo, Josh Zuckerman, and the incredibly talented Stan Zimmerman. Yay! We had a really good time, you guys. Check out, uh, hopefully we're going to get Silver Foxes going soon. Check out all the great shows all these people have been in. Chat room, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. We had a great time, so en enjoy. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great week, and we will see all of you guys next week. Woo! Bye! Bye. Bye. Dress you right, you'll feel like